Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. With the research coming in and, and legalization being seen in many different parts of the country, medical marijuana has been really on many people's lips for a while now. But when it comes to our pets, is this something that the research will show can help our pets? Will it be cheaper than some of the pet medications out there? Is there even any research? My guest is expert on animal behavior, Darlene Arden. Welcome to the show, Darlene. So... Is there research on medical marijuana for aging pets, pets with glaucoma, pets with cancer, any of these things? Thank you so much for having me as a guest. There has been no research yet. Uh, There have been veterinarians who have been doing it. It started in, as far as I know, the one person who was really vocal about it was a veterinarian in Southern California who I believe had cancer, and his dog had cancer. And he decided to see, and of course, medical marijuana is legal in California, and he decided to see if it would help his dog, because dogs can suffer the same way that people do. They also suffer from pain as, you know, as they get older, it's hard for them to get up off their bed. A lot of them, towards the end of life, have difficulty going out to eliminate, and with larger dogs, the owner will carry them out in a sling apparatus just to help them. And life should be a lot better than that, even towards end of life. So with his dog with cancer, and veterinary oncologists will tell you that they don't suffer side effects from chemotherapy, but with some chemos, yes, they do. So he decided to try giving it to his dog, and he gave 10 drops, no, excuse me, it was one drop of the liquid cannabis for every 10 pounds of the dog's body weight. And he put those drops in cheese. Now, if you give a piece of cheese to a dog and say, do you want cheese? The dog's response is, yes, please. Of course. And he noticed a difference almost immediately. The dog began acting like a puppy. The dog was eating. You need to support your body with food. You know how important nutrition is. And if you're so sick that you can't eat, That's not going to help, especially if you're having chemo. And this is something you hear from human cancer patients all the time. They can't eat or they can't let somebody else shop for them because they need to actually look at the food to see what they want to eat. Then he tried it with clients, and clients were interviewed. And their dogs had an immediate difference. Then there was a veterinarian in Colorado who had tried it, and yes, there's a difference. There is a veterinarian at North Carolina State University College of Veterinary Medicine who thought about this 10 years ago, but thought it was too soon. He did not do the research. Whether or not he will now, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping he would. Uh, Okay, so Darlene, if, you know, this is such a hot bed issue, controversial. Some people, and I I am, you know, for legalization for medical purposes. Absolutely. And and I just don't understand. People say, oh, well, you know, Oxycontin and Vicodin are so much better than, you know, or Compazine than marijuana. And I don't get that line of thinking when you're talking about nausea and pain. However, for animals, 
Do you think the controversy will be as strong when we're still talking about an illegal drug and yet, you know, it's not something that's going to be a gateway that people are going to try and get so that they can then, you know, transfer it to some other kind of drug? Do you think the controversy will be as strong when it's animals we're talking about? I think it already is. I think we're starting to see that because the American Veterinary Medical Association does not approve of it because there haven't been any studies done. And to that extent, they're right. I would like to see the studies done, but those are going to take 10 years. How many dogs are going to be sick and suffering in the meantime? So I would like to see it used judiciously. I think owners need to be educated. It's like any other drug. Most drugs come from plants. Uh, It needs to be locked away from pets and children and only used for medicinal purposes when needed. Can they overdose and die? You bet they can. But it's up to the owner to be responsible. Will they use it as a gateway drug? For years they were using uh, Valium as a gateway drug. Well, absolutely, and, and you know, people have been talking about that gateway drug, and, and yet the narcotic addiction that we've got in this country is just absolutely an epidemic. People take, because they have a back issue, they take Oxycontin and Vicodin or whatever, and it becomes a huge issue. I don't see this turning into that issue. Medical marijuana, to me, is not going to be this big gateway drug to heroin, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I agree with you. Also, you notice that alcohol is now legal after prohibition, but all alcohol did was no medicinal value whatsoever. You can sterilize equipment with rubbing alcohol. All it did was I don't know. My glass of wine at night kind of has a medicinal value for me at the end of the day. Well, that might be psychological, too. Um, Yeah. It just gives me a migraine, so I can't deal with with wine anymore. Um, All it did was create a bunch of drunks and people who would go home and abuse their families and spend all their money on alcohol, and we've seen the results of that. I don't see marijuana that way. I see marijuana as a medical drug. I so want to see it legalized and available for people who are sick and the people who object to it, I have to wonder, have they ever had a close relative or a friend suffer from cancer? Have they well, seen and the so that's a great of question. that person throwing up all the time? I mean, do they want and their... probably not. I mean, I have a good friend with a really serious cancer, and the only way that he was able to eat after his major surgery was because he used medicinal marijuana, and he and he gained weight that he was supposed to gain. My mother had shingles, and, oh, it mm. was bad right before she died, and we made sure that that was something else. She was willing to try anything. And so, yes, maybe these people haven't seen it, but where our pets are concerned. Darlene, do you think if the research comes through, this might be something that is... Um, actually okayed before it is for people? I think it is absolutely okay as long as it's used properly. Do not, if you're smoking and you're just using it for yourself, don't blow the smoke into the dog or cat's face. You're going to make the animal sick. You have to be careful with it. People don't stop to think that what it is basically is a drug. 
And, well, it is. And, I you know, you've heard about college students doing that for safer than oxycodone and some of these other drugs that are touted as painkillers. And they don't work, do as much or work as quickly as marijuana seems to. Now, I've never smoked anything in my life. I've been accused by people, you know, in call-in radio shows of, oh, you're just one of those potheads. Excuse me? I haven't even smoked anything from a drugstore. Uh, no, I'm concerned about medication. I'm concerned about animal welfare. I'm concerned about keeping all creatures out of pain. Why would anyone want to see an animal suffer needlessly? Well, so I think that people can look around on the Internet and and support research if they feel that this is something that they can do. And as the research comes in, I think they will find more and more, and as states are legalizing medical marijuana for human use, it cancer, glaucoma, various and sundry diseases, then it will be okayed for our pets as well. Remember, you know, as Darlene said, it's not the same if you're smoking it and you blow it into your dog's face. That's not what's going to help them. So investigate this further if you feel that it could be a help to your little furry friend. Talk to your vet. See how they feel about it. That's what it's about. It's about education and taking care and certainly moderation. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. If you missed any of our great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. Stay well.